0: Coming to you from the San Jose Mercury News, the Bay Area News Group, it's the TK Show. And now here's your host, Tim Kawakami. Thank you, everybody. It's Tim Kawakami here, the TK Show, for this episode. Very special guest, friend of mine. uh, I believe she works at some network. I'm not entirely sure, but she does a really great blog, E is for EAT. (laughs) Uh, It's the... You don't even need an introduction, I'll do it anyway, from ESPN, anchor, reporter, star, whatever else you are, Jamie Sire. Uh, Welcome to the TK Show, Jamie. Good to have you on.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I, I'm glad to be here.
0: It's like the highlight of your career, I think, right here, probably. I think
1: so. I think <laughs> this is going to go on the resume
0: for sure. Oh, it's tremendous. Well, we all know Jamie was in the Bay Area at Comcast covering Giants, Warriors, all the other things, anchoring, uh, moved to ESPN in 2013. Jamie, you had a big presence here in the Bay Area. You obviously loved it here. People love you. What, what was moving to ESPN like for you? What, was that a, a culture shock? Um, you know, Living wise and and working and what what was that move to ESPN like?
1: Yeah, I mean all of the above. Um, it was a really hard decision for me to leave. Um, I, I as you mentioned, I love 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 my my time in the Bay Area. So um, I really had come to feel like it was my home there. So it was actually not the easiest decision as a lot of people think it would be. Um, When when ESPN comes calling, everybody thinks that you just jump at the chance, which you do, but it was a difficult decision just for a lifestyle standpoint, but in the end, I think, you know, the career kind of aspirations won out, and, yeah, it was a culture shock. Um, I'm in the middle of Connecticut. Oh, yeah, everybody (laughs) loves the middle Uh, of Connecticut. Yeah, there's (laughs) not a lot around here, but – I've always just kind of been the, you know, have the philosophy that, you know, everything, you know, the place where you live is kind of what you make of it. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly living in San Francisco helps make it better, but you know, the, there's a lot around here that's really you know, fun and and I live in a cute little town where I can I can walk into like where all the restaurants are, mm-hmm. so I sort of feel like I'm still in a city. Yeah. But then beyond that, you know, you're you're only two hours from New York. You're an hour and forty five from Boston. So I get my city fixes when I need them. And then as far as work goes, um, it's definitely the hardest job I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it's a lot. You know, I mean, when you're when you're at work, you're working the whole time, and it's intense, especially you know, right out of the gates, right when you get there, you're just trying to prove yourself. I mean, like you are at any job, but but there it's kind of magnified a little bit, I think, just because there's so many talented people there that I I always say that if you don't, bring it like 100% every single day, you're going to get left behind because there's so many good people there that you have to be at your very
0: best every single day. There's one thing that I hadn't heard a lot about ESPN, but I just from watching you and following your Twitter account or the the things you talk about, you seem to, so there's a lot of camaraderie there though. There seems to be a lot of people you like who like you and was that a little bit of surprise about ESPN?
1: Um, I don't know if it was surprising, but maybe a little bit because, but everybody is so welcoming. I mean, from, you know, the people that I grew up watching on TV to the people that come in the same time as me or people have come in since I've gotten there, everybody is just super friendly and everybody is. You know, really, just excited to be there. I mean, it is a really amazing place when you think about just the, you know, how big it is. We've got something like over 5,000 people just mm-hmm. on campus, like more than I think 14 buildings. So it's truly a campus. Um, like when I walk from the building that I that I do all my prep work in to the building that houses all of our studios for sports center. I mean it's like a good five minute walk. Mm. So and that's me cutting across and taking a shortcut. So it's it's pretty massive. So to have everybody be so welcoming and, you know, equally just enthusiastic about their job is, is really kind of a
0: cool thing. So you're doing for me it's the morning sports center. I, I don't know what you guys call that. East Coast I don't even know what yeah. time is these Is it the morning yeah. the morning? Yeah, for, I, yeah.
1: It, yeah, it's um, we we call the one I, the show I do mostly is we just call it the 9 a.m. Sports Center. Okay. So uh, 9 a.m. Eastern. Yep. So 6 a.m. <laughs> out with you guys. You have to get up early to see me. But uh, yeah, I kind of kind of found a home there. Mm-hmm. Um, Hannah Storm is, is kind of the main person on that show as far as females, but she has a ton of other projects that she's always working on. Um, she does a Sunday show during NFL season, and then she has face-to-face and some tennis things and other like major events that she does, so she's gone a lot. So that kind of really opened up the door for me to kind of have some consistency to my schedule, which is really huge for just you know, finding that camaraderie and that chemistry. Um, I I feel like I definitely found that with Kevin Nagandi, who mm-hmm. I who I anchor with most often. Yeah. Um
0: Seems, like, so a really, seems like a really if good guy, by the way, then, Gandhi, I, I would...
1: He yeah. is. He's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a blast. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most important thing and the thing I like about that show. And, and it's not just Kevin, it's every single person that works on it, from our producers, our researchers, like like the entire show crew, I absolutely love. Like, we all have, like, a fantasy football mm-hmm. um, league that we're all in. And it's just, a, I mean, we have fun, and I think... I think that that's the most important thing about doing sports is at the end of the day, we're talking about sports, you know, we're not talking about, you know, serious, sad news stories. We're talking about people, you know, winning and losing games. And so I think it's, it's important to kind of, you know, remember that and, and make sure that comes across on TV, especially in the mornings and people are, you know, just getting up and getting ready for work and they want to kind of check in and see what happened if they went to bed, you know, too early to see, you know the endings of some of the games mm-hmm. and and that kind of thing. So, yeah, we have fun.
0: Did we talk about this? Like, here's your welcome to the NFL moment, rookie. Or here's your welcome to the majors. Did you have a welcome to the here's here's the ESPN welcome to it here kind of moment where you maybe you had a step back a little bit?
1: Um, I don't remember like specific. I do remember actually. We said the show called Highlight Express. Mm-hmm and um, and it got canceled like a couple months after I got there. It was a really good training ground yep. for new people because it was on at the same time as SportsCenter which <laughs> was kind of funny and it was on the ESPN News mm-hmm. so no one really watched it but yeah, I do remember it was always kind of it was always just kind of a like a, a little bit of, like, you know, chaos mm-hmm. at times because games are getting over and you don't have as, as experience of a crew. And I think we didn't have a highlight ready to go at one point and we were just kind of supposed to sit there and vamp for a little bit. And I think I just, at one point, just stopped talking. I don't know what I did. it <laughs> Maybe I blacked out. I'm not sure. Um, no, I it, could, it could still be happening Twitter. right
0: now. I think they're still waiting for you yeah, to say something. Still, on I don't know. Yeah. Um,
1: but, yeah, I, somebody on Twitter, you know, of course, like, Mm -hmm. jumped all over me if you know the trolls were out but um so somebody was watching apparently not 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 you know (laughs) it wasn't totally unwatched by people but you know it happens like everybody has those kind of like wide-eye moments but it's been for the most part I've been you know knock on wood pretty lucky it's been a, a mostly smooth transition um but it is live tv so there's always things that that go um, awry at, at certain times, but well, for you, the most part, it's been pretty smooth, thankfully. You you've <laughs> sat next to
0: me doing live TV before, so you know that uh, I'm fully capable of oh, freezing please. on air and, and waiting for someone else to jump in. <laughs> Jamie, say something here. Uh, so, okay, you got the you get the <laughs> you get the 9 a.m. show. What's give me a typical ESPN day for you? What time do you show up? Uh, Were the producers throughout this? Uh, you, you, you're writing most of your own copy. What's what's the whole it's yeah, kind of yeah the guess, So, the
1: yeah, the ironic thing is, I am not a morning person. Okay. <laughs> I could have guessed um, that. Because, I'm like the worst. Yeah, yeah. I'm the, I'm probably the you know in terms of people who you know would be thriving in that type of schedule. I'm I'm not one of the, the ones you'd pick. I, I still don't go to bed early mm-hmm. enough. I, you know, I say I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go to bed at nine thirty, and then you know it's eleven o'clock, and I'm finally falling asleep. So, uh, you got to watch those I Giants games nap. coming
0: in from the West Coast.
1: I know, yeah. I know. It's on too late here. Uh, no, so I get up around, around. I don't know. My alarm starts going off at four thirty. No. Um, I mean, but I don't get up right away when it goes off. Sometimes that's a problem if I turn off my alarm and then my producer has to call me when I've overslept. <laughs> but um, that's only happened a couple times. But they know to call me. I told them if I'm not there by a certain time, yeah. they just range, call me. <laughs> but yeah, I usually get up between like four forty-five and five. And because I'm not a morning person, I kind of have my, my routine down where I do as little in the morning as possible. So I have, like, hard-boiled eggs ready to go at the mm-hmm. beginning of the week so mm-hmm. I can just, like, grab one, make some toast really quick, make some tea, uh, get dressed, you know, brush my teeth, and um and pretty much get out the door. So I shower at night. So I don't mm-hmm. have to do that anymore. <laughs> I, I try to minimize, like, maximize my sleep time and minimize yeah, my getting great. ready time in the morning. Um, I'm very lucky that I don't have to, like, you know, do my hair and makeup until Mm. later. I I have that done for me. But Mm -hmm. yeah, so I'm out the door probably by 5.15 and then I get there around 5.45 and then I have about a little over two hours of prep time where, yeah, we, like you mentioned, we, we write all of our own stuff, Mm -hmm. which I don't think a lot of people realize. Um, they're very big at ESPN on, on us, you know, kind of You know writing our our own scripts and being very involved which i appreciate because i'm much better when i read something that i've written versus something that somebody else has written Mm -hmm. and you they really encourage you to kind of have your own voice be yourself and let your personality shine through and really the only way you can do that is through your writing and just how you present things on tv so yeah we write for a couple hours um you know, our crew gets in much earlier than that. Our, our producers and graphics and and researchers and coordinating producers and director. You know, we have uh, a great, great crew. Um, Mark Eisen is our producer most of the time, and and he's awesome. So, uh, yeah, I don't even know. They get there probably. I'm not even sure. Probably like around three <laughs> thirty or four. Yeah. So they're they're there a lot. They're doing a lot yeah. more work than we are, but we still do a lot of work. Um, and then I hit the hair and makeup at. Around eight, uh, and that takes about thirty to thirty-five minutes. I have one one girl doing my hair, one girl doing my oh. makeup. So it's, you know, pretty much every girl's mm-hmm. dream. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well, Nagandi's Nag- probably got more than that, though. So let's let's yeah, let's be serious. Yeah,
1: he takes a little bit longer. <laughs> um, but no, it's great, you know, because they they I think I'm biased maybe, but they're the I think we have the you know some of the best in the business. Yeah. They're really really good. It's just like making us look our best. So we don't have to worry about that. And then, yeah, I'm in studio by usually like eight forty. Um, we, we tape a couple things sometimes, um, if we have time and, mm-hmm. but for the most part, everything you see on TV is live. Um, there used, when I first got there, there used to be, you know, shows where you'd put something to tape in the first hour and then it would run back the next hour. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, Mike McQuaid took over SportsCenter about a year ago and he is, Amazing, like one of the smartest uh, people in the business, I think. And he is really pushing it to be new and live every single hour. So, you know, we do a full two hours of content. Um, so it's not just an hour, you know, repeated. We, we really... You know, do brand new stuff. I mean, there's a few things maybe like highlights that might be repeated, but any any big games that happen the night before, we really try to kind of present them in a new way, both hours. So, um, yeah, and then we go till eleven, and then after that, I, I am pretty much done at eleven unless mm-hmm. I have. Sometimes I'll stick around, have meetings, um, try and do some coaching sessions with people. But yeah, I mean, I do have my day. No, so once I'm up and I get over, <laughs> I get over the. The hump of that early morning wake-up call—it's uh, great because I do. I have a lot of daylight, left. I can work on my food blog, mm-hmm. which I love. And you mentioned um, where you just go to happy hour or enjoy <laughs> the weather outside if it's not um, if it's not you know, snowing and blizzarding and, and zero degrees out. But right now it's beautiful. We've, we've, we're kind of having this Indian summer right now, so it's, it's about like 85 out right now.
0: <laughs> Very nice. Well, I, I'll, but, I'm going to get to this food blog, because you know I want to talk about that. But I, one thing, you've, yeah, ser- you've certainly know. been notable. Uh, you were, you've been reporting it at various places. They, like, they have definitely noticed. They like sending Jamie Sire out. You you do the Little League World Series, and you had that moment where you're interviewing the kids with Mother, right? Right as he's hitting the home run on live television. I know. I think I saw that live. Now, I've seen it so many replays now, I might have forgotten whether I saw it live or not, but I'm pretty (laughs) sure I saw that live. Um, That was amazing. That was pretty something because that was something pretty cool. Yeah, no, it
1: was pretty cool. The funny thing about that is, last year at Little League World Series, I was interviewing, there was a kid, I believe he was on the california team i might be mistaken on that part but anyways he'd already hit two home runs in the game so we decided to go talk to his grandfather and as i'm interviewing his grandfather he hit a third home Hmm. run and that happened last year Mm -hmm. and so we thought that that was just this amazing moment that we've never seen before and then this year on the very first day because we are our or supposed to be first day got rained out, so we had eight games on that Friday. So that was our uh, jam-packed day of games, and that was during that that day. And it was just such a fun moment, especially because I was just getting ready to ask the mom about how like she's supposedly very loud. Um, <laughs> You know, cheering for the kids at their games and then that happened right then and you know and then she went crazy and then I tried to ask her something and she couldn't talk she yeah. was just like so excited and so glad, beside herself so it was definitely one of my favorite moments this year
0: It yeah. got a little bit uh cyber love every everyone was uh, sending that one around it was just it was just a great moment uh, yeah, yeah
1: I know that's always fun to see it's always fun to get good cyber love you know
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's not bad right no there's no such thing as bad I can't yeah. imagine anyone yeah, I mean, any... yeah it's
1: like cyber yeah yeah it's <laughs> a Cyber yeah,
0: I just, think, but, I just think those little league stories are great because the kids, they, no, no secret here, you're not the tallest human being in the whole world, and <laughs> the kids are about your size. Do they kind of like that? It seems it's kind of fun to see that.
1: I don't, you know, it works out great for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, I don't wear heels the mm-hmm. whole time. I don't have to wear wedges or anything to be feel you know, tall. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, some of them tower over me. Yeah. It's hilarious. I mean, but I'm like, as you mentioned, I'm only. I'm five four on a good day, so yeah, no. But it works out. It works yep. out for me. They're all my my height. They they can get on my level. So it's no, it's fun because I think the thing that I love about it, it's a great crew that works on that mm-hmm. event as well. But also, um, it's if you haven't been, like it's hard to explain. It's just this kind of magical place. It's you know in the middle of Pennsylvania and this tiny little town that no one would probably ever go to aside from. From that mm-hmm. um, and it's just it's a fun it's a fun atmosphere and and as far as the, the kids themselves they're just so pumped yeah. to be on TV and be playing baseball on ESPN I mean how cool is that to be you know a 12 year old 13 year old kid and, and your game is on national television and they're just so excited you know I think you, you interview professional athletes for so long and you get a little jaded because some of them you know, don't treat the media the best, and <laughs> and then you've got these kids that are just like so excited to be on TV, and they're like, "I love pizza," you know. <laughs> <laughs> like they lose the game, they just go yep. eat pizza with their yep. friends, and go swim in the pool, and they don't care. So it's it's very uh, refreshing. That
0: is fun. That is absolutely fun. Um, well, let's get over this this blog of yours, uh, which was. Something I read all the time when you're in the Bay Area. i read a little bit less when you're not in the Bay Area. I'm sorry to say, but I do read it. That's is, okay. for, you use for No, know, yeah. How you've kept going with it is a little tougher now when you're away from the slightly good restaurant area of the Bay Area, and now you're in the yeah, middle of Connecticut. It
1: is. It is. I mean, it started first and foremost as like a it's a cooking blog, and mm-hmm. then but living in San Francisco, I really tried to like do. Well, when I was really doing it very diligently, I was doing, like, one restaurant a week mm-hmm. on the blog, whether yes. it was, like, a nice restaurant or just kind of a hole-in-the-wall place. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that that had endless opportunities to to blog about places in San Francisco. And so it is a little bit harder here. Here it's more – I probably focus more just on, like, the cooking yep. and recipes aspect. Mm-hmm. Um and then on top of that i just find myself with no time Mm. i don't know um you know i i I don't know where like looking back i'm actually really shocked like where i found the time (laughs) to do so many posts i mean i look back at some of those like some of those weeks the the first year that i started it when i was living in san francisco and there were some weeks where i would post five or six times Mm -hmm. but i don't have any idea how I had time to do that? Because it's a really long. I mean, it's kind of an involved process yep. as far as. Oh, you, you
0: know, don't yeah, I, you don't you don't blow these off. Yeah, if, yeah. You don't blow these off. That's yeah, one thing I appreciate it's like
1: I, I take very much pride in the photography aspect, and and even just you know writing it, formatting the recipe, like editing photos, posting it, then like putting it out on social media. I mean, that is a process. It's a job in and of itself, which I understand how people can be full-time food bloggers because it, it is essentially a full-time job we always joke that it was my second job mm. when I lived there even though I didn't really get any money off of it but <laughs> um, but for me you know it's, it's a hobby and it's something I love to do and I love to write and um, so it's nice to write about things other than sports sometimes and um, I also love to travel so it's kind of a nice outlet for me to put you know, my vacation pictures up and it's sometimes it's more for me than it is (laughs) for anybody else just because I can refer back to it or show people photos when we're talking about different things. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just a kind of a fun way for me to show off, you know, the other, other parts of my personality that don't always revolve around sports. So I don't post here as quite as often as mm-hmm. i like in fact it's probably been about three weeks at this point maybe more um just because I was at little league and then mm-hmm. I was out in California for vacation so yeah it's very it's not as frequent for sure I was very good at in, when I live in San Francisco, I post it at least two to three times a week. And here, it's like I'm lucky if I get two to three times you know, a week. I, I, did, yeah,
0: I, I didn't mean to shame you or anything, but it, it, yeah, no, it's no, amazing no. It's that you can I get that. I tell people much, that all you know. the
1: time. I tell people that all the time. I'm like, I don't know how I had so much time mm-hmm. to do yeah. this when I lived there. But, um, but no, I still really enjoy it. And it's it's definitely a passion of mine. So I, I like to keep it up. Um, but definitely not as uh, I mean, not as frequent as I'd like.
0: Now you obviously got a great job now, but do you ever see yourself trying to, you know, a TV show that involves food, involves cooking, involves Jamie roaming around the world and, and getting delicacies and cooking them, or going to restaurants? I would watch that, by the way.
1: Yeah, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and my mom and my dad. <laughs> no. uh, there
0: no,
1: would, would be a few more. There would be a few more. Yeah, I would. I would love that. Um, I think right now it's. it's it's kind of my focus is on ESPN, mm-hmm. but definitely that's something that's been in the back of my mind for a while. Um, so I don't know how I would how I balance that. I mean, definitely ESPN pays the bills. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how, how well those those shows would pay initially mm-hmm. when you're trying to get one, mm-hmm. you know, off the ground. But I'm definitely open to that. And I think too, like I think there's definitely some sort of tie-in with food and sports, and I don't
0: Absolutely. really
1: see anybody that's done, like, a show on that, so I I think that maybe you could combine both of them, I
0: think um,
1: so. and that, that would be, like, a fun avenue for me to
0: explore, too. Yeah. Oh, you could do ballpark food, you could do all the whole mm-hmm. thing, I mean, there could be you, the whole genre there. You
1: could do tailgating, yep. you could do uh, players, like, what they oh, eat, yeah. there because we go. a lot of them are very, you know crazy about what they put in their body or just like guys that like food and nope. like to cook themselves. I mean, there's, there's a lot of, I feel like there's a lot of different ways you could go. I kind of started doing little segments when I live, when I was working at, um, CSN Bay area, mm-hmm. we were kind of doing like food and sports, Segments and I did a couple of things with different players and and that kind of thing. Um, but then that's right around the time where I left, yeah. so I didn't get to to explore that as much.
0: Well, we just get, we just cut the pitch for it right here, so uh, you just cut, cut and There's slice good, and just throw it out there.
1: Some producer out there that wants to put me <laughs> on. Throw TV millions person. of dollars at this, please. <laughs>
0: well, we'll, we'll, exactly. well, we'll finish this up with a question I ask everybody. And and, and for you, it's it's the, the question I would ask you no matter what. Even I didn't ask everybody about this. And I'll, I'll double this up with also with what do you miss most about the Bay Area. But the qu- real question is, so what's your favorite restaurant experience in the Bay Area?
1: In the Bay Area? Yeah. Oh, that's so hard to narrow down. Um, I had so many. I was so lucky that I had so many. Um, I, The first one, I mean, I'm probably going to give you like three answers. That's fine. But, um, that's fine.
0: People have done that. The
1: first one that comes to mind, I, I still, I love, I love, love, love Gary Dinko. Okay. And I've been there twice, and I've had... Amazing experiences there. I've been, I've been with Devin Fox um, both times. The great Devin Fox. In. The great the Devin great Fox. The great yes. Fox. Yes. We've gone and we've had some incredible treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, and Stephen, the maitre d' is amazing, and he's always just taking care of us. And so it was always there more about, I mean, it was always the food, but the experience is just second to none. You know, you feel so welcome and so taken care of. And I remember the first time we went, I, was, I had planned to, to blog about it, and then I got there, and I kind of was like, I don't know, I don't know, it's, it's very, you know, I don't know if they're going to want me taking pictures mm-hmm. of my food, and I have this thing where, like, I have my friend, like, light it with their phone camera so it looks better, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if we should do that here, and Devin, Devin was like, no, 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 you have to blog about this, you have to, she's like, I'm going to ask, and so she asked one of the guys, you know, one of our table guys that was, was helping us out, and asked if it would be frowned upon, if I took photos, and he's like, absolutely not, in fact, I think it would be frowned upon if you didn't take photos, <laughs> and so, you know, so that made me feel great, and so I did write a blog about it, so we uh, we went there, and then we went there again right before I moved, okay. and they were fantastic both times, um, I had great experiences at State Bird Provisions, okay. I know it's a zoo to get in there, mm-hmm. but it's totally worth the wait, and um, just like phenomenal food there. And I just, you know, I think what they're doing is just really, you know, no one else is doing that. And it was a very, like, innovative, creative idea. Um, Yeah, I mean, those are the two that come to mind Mm -hmm. right away. Very good. In general, Mm -hmm. I just miss um, California burritos. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. You know how a couple of
0: burrito stands (laughs) is... Connecticut, I, no, I was really there, shocked. There's a, here. an
1: okay one yeah. here in West Hartford that I'll no. go if I really need a fix, mm-hmm. and then I've had one in New York, not too bad, okay. but uh, yeah, so my go-to in San Francisco was, um, there were a couple, there was Taqueria Cancun, I think is what it was called, okay. and uh, that was in The Mission, that one's really good, and then there was one by my old place, Pack Heights, which was like... Burrito Express or something like that. That was like a quick walk. So I, I, I just miss my California, you know, like carne asada, burritos. Yeah. Um, Nothing's better than that. So I miss well, those
0: things. you know, that yeah. reminds me of a question I was going to ask you to bring you back. So how's that ESPN commissary?
1: Um, <laughs> how, like the cafeteria? Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, is it... Do you um, eat actually, it? It's good?
1: we have yeah. this... We Yeah, I, I don't use it as much now that I'm mm. in the morning yeah. because um, just my schedule. But we actually have a phenomenal there's this one chef his name's mishan if mm-hmm. you talk to anybody Skin, they will talk about him because he is the best like okay. he should be he should have his own restaurant yeah. and he will i'm mm-hmm. confident of that he is awesome like he will make this like he makes everything but there's this one thing he makes he calls it like breakfast sushi mm-hmm. and he like literally like makes like sushi roll they're not actual sushi rolls but it's like these rolls out of like egg and whatever ingredients you want in there. And it's like, and then he has a special like nishi sauce that he makes and he now like bottles and he, um, uh, and he puts that all over it. So yeah, we actually, the, and they just redid it, mm-hmm. which is very exciting. They just opened it back up. So we kind of suffered in this like trailer situation <laughs> for like a year. Um, so it was very exciting when, when they opened the, the calf back up, they had the, they even had the Washington state flag, um,
0: oh. Really? There
1: for the occasion. Okay. for <laughs> yeah. you. For you. Well, yeah, I don't know if it was just for me. Yeah. I think it was more about their presence that game day. But okay. Um, no, it was cool.
0: I'm gonna count it as you, because we all know you watch the state alum. So I'm gonna count in it as a, as a Sire as a sire tribute. A suffering watching the state. <laughs> I went
1: to the Rutgers game last week, and we we got the win, so that was very exciting.
0: I I fully ex- expect that whenever Jamie Sires in the house. Well, listen, Jamie, we've taken much of your time, but uh, definitely somebody I wanted to talk to. I'm very glad to have you on, and we could talk food way, way more, because I end up talking food with people who, who don't know it nearly as well as you, and uh, I'm glad we're having lunch in a little bit also. So uh, that's a, <laughs> I'm a little hungry. I think everybody in the room is a little hungry right now after listening to that. And by the way, what <laughs> you probably couldn't tell but uh, I was at the I was at the top of my video game because we're getting this shot for a commercial. So I just figured through osmosis I would look better if I was talking to you. It somehow that was going to work out. <laughs> absolutely. So uh that's have a that's how smile we're,
1: in your face I'm sure. Absolutely. We are going
0: for that. So Jamie, appreciate this. Uh, really glad to have you on and uh, we'll have you on We'll have you on for the mid-Connecticut best restaurants for people who are out there going to go and join the fine dining Well, yeah, we can do that. Actually, you
1: know, there are some good ones out here, so we we can talk about that. And New New York out
0: here has got some good restaurants, so we might have to end up there, too. Yeah,
1: they've got a few. They've got a few. (laughs) All
0: right, Jamie. Thank you very much, everybody. That's Jamie Sire. Very popular, very talented, up-and-comer, obviously at ESPN. She's already arrived at ESPN, but... uh, friend of mine great to have her on and you you know if I'm going to talk about food I'm going to want to talk Jamie Sire on talking about food so that's our show for today we are going to have another you know what we're going to put these on at different times so I shouldn't even say we're having another show today because we're going to put that show on first this show on later but I like confusing listeners as much as possible Paul appreciates that so all right everybody thanks a lot